All right. Welcome back to the second episode of the Heavy Hitters Sports Betting Podcast. I'm your host, T-Man, with the sports betting expert, coming off a very strong week, specifically in Serie A, Stapes. Stapes, how are we doing today? Yeah, no, we're doing awesome, T-Man. Had, uh, we, had a, we had a pretty good week, you know, uh, uh, led into the weekend as well. So, uh, you know what, uh, it was a good first week, and we're hoping to... Uh, uh, continue at this week and uh, into the weekend. So, and 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 if we can just take a second to just appreciate how our first week of the podcast went, you know, it, it's a shame that we're really starting it off now because the success we had, I, I wish there were, there was a greater audience to fully appreciate your success that you had this this past week. So, j- just quickly looking over some games, specifically in Serie A, the Wednesday and Saturday games. I feel like we had a lot of success on both teams to score as well as over a specific number of the goals. Yeah. So like the first game we looked at was Atalanta Parma. Uh, We mentioned, I think uh, a handicap Asian handicap on there of minus 1.5. They ended up winning three nil, which was, uh, which was as expected Parma, not a very good side. So um, yeah, no, that was, that was good there. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, We looked at, I think we touched on Lazio, uh, the team total. 100%, 100%, yes. Um, I think that was that might have been on the Saturday, though. Um, but either way, they hit it as well. Yeah. Um, we looked at Sassuolo, team total over 1.5. They scored twice against Genoa. We talked about Roma and, uh, you know, a, a parlay piece of th- themselves, team total over 1.5. We also talked about both teams to score over 2.5. We talked about a Roma win uh, and both teams to score. So there was a lot of value there. 100%. Uh, the game of the week in, on Wednesday was uh, AC Milan and Juve. Uh, we talked about both teams scoring over 2.5. I know I played that as a as a single, so three uh, one win to Juve that uh, that paid out as well. So yeah, no, the Wednesday slate was definitely good. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah, and you know what? You even warned us about a potential parlay ruiner in the Sampdoria versus Inter Milan game. Yeah. So that was a lineup checker. We talked about that. I uh, I had mentioned because because there was games on Wednesday and Saturday and Sunday. Um, the midweek games, we weren't sure if we were going to see uh, guys like Lukaku. Um, so he he actually ended up uh, on the bench that day um, and came on late in the game, but didn't start. Um, and uh, they lost 2-1. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They missed a penalty uh, in, in, I think, around the 20th minute, mm-hmm. which Lukaku always takes their penalties. And he wasn't on the pitch for it, so I see um, that uh, that came back to bite them and uh, cost them all three points. So, um, but yeah, that was a lineup checker for sure. And then we went on to Saturday. We talked about, uh, I believe, uh, Genoa Bologna, which yep. uh, we we said both teams to score, but uh, you know Bologna was uh, held off the score sheet. So that was our uh, that was our first uh, wrong play, I guess you could say of uh, of the week. But, I believe uh, so. Yeah. You know what? I I don't. I still. I would still play that. Uh, make that play uh any other uh day i, I think it was just uh belonging is uh, a little more rough on on the road than they are at home mm-hmm. um if this was roles reversed i think uh, we would have seen a, a belonging win but uh uh yeah then we touched on milan um i thought it could be a trap uh with milan being out uh with a lot of players uh they did hold on to a two two nothing uh win so um it really was as expected, but uh, okay. I thought it was going to be a little bit tighter. But uh, Torino, you know, maybe they're just that bad. But um, 
yeah, then Sunday was Sunday was awesome. Uh, we started off with Roma, Inter, both teams score over 2.5, played that 2-2 draw. It was awesome. Yep. Um, Lazio team total over 1.5, they won 2-0. Uh, then we looked on uh, the best game on the weekend there was uh, with Juve and Sassuolo. And uh, we had mentioned uh, Juve win over two and a half goals. Uh, I think we mentioned Juve win and over one and a half as well. Um, we even looked at uh, the possibility of both teams scoring over 2.5. And uh, yeah, 3-1 win to uh, Juve. So um, overall, very good weekend in Serie A. And uh, yeah, we're uh, we're looking forward to uh, continuing that uh, this weekend in Serie A as well. 100%. And folks, just to let everyone know, we post a preview of the the upcoming games about a day prior. We post them on our Instagram along with our Twitter. Now, if you'd like to see the plays, you can follow us on Instagram at heavy hitters betting podcast and on our Twitter at heavy hitters 94. All right. So now we're going to turn our attention to some games specifically in the premier league thing. We'd like to note before we continue on with the games, we're going to break down. This has been a tight season for the premier league. Something you definitely need to acknowledge. In fact, this has been the tightest season since 1992. Quick little stat on this. After most teams have played 17 games, an average of 12 points separates the top 6, while 17 points separates the top 10. Currently, this season, an average of only 4 points separates the top 6, while an average of 7 points separates the top 10. Really, this season could be up for grabs. Stapes, what are your thoughts heading into the Premier League? Yeah, you know, I, we're going to break down a few games today and uh, it's 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 honestly it's tough. It's been a tough year um, so far. We, uh, you know, you're expecting uh, from last year, I guess, Liverpool and Man City to have bigger years again. But, you know, United's right there and United actually, we're going to talk about that in, in a little bit. They have a chance to take uh, first place and in, in the in the table this uh, this uh, Tuesday. So. Um, that'll be exciting to watch. And then, you know, you got Leicester right there. They're always, they're always, uh, humming around the top. Uh, Tottenham's had a pretty good start to the year. Um, even, even teams like Southampton, uh, Aston Villa and Everton, they had a strong start. They're fading a little bit now. Um, Chelsea had a, a pretty good, uh, mid, mid pack there, but they've, uh, they've fallen off the table a little bit now. Um, teams like Arsenal are lower than people expected. Wolverhampton, they're lower. Yeah, so this has been a very tight year. Um, it's been a good year, uh, exciting, but it's still it's it's very hard to break down some of these games and uh, give our give our best picks. But we're gonna try and do that, and uh, with a couple of them this midweek. Excellent. So, Stapes, the first game I want to take a look at is Wolverhampton versus Everton. Yeah, you know what? It's uh, it's a tough spot. Uh, this game, Wolves are a great home team. They are. They're a great home side. Um, that's with their fans at, in this barn. It's it's crazy. It's tough to win in this barn. Um, but you look at an Everton side who started so strong. They made so many good moves in uh, in the summer there, and uh, you know they picked up guys like James uh, uh, Rodriguez. Um, who am I missing? Allen from Napoli, uh, Decore. Uh, they already had Calvert-Lewin. They already had Richarlison. Uh, these are strong, strong players. So um, they're dealing with some injuries right now. I know uh, Rodriguez is just coming back. Um, they're still without Allen. Um, but you know what? I think they're uh, the way they started, they looked very promising. Um, they're still, 
They're still seventh in the table right now. Um, as soon as they get healthy, I expect them to continue okay. um, to build. I think they're I think they're a good side. I really do. Uh, I think they have potential. Um, Wolverhampton, on the other hand, they are. I don't want to say struggling, but they're in thirteenth in the table, and that's not really where you find them. Okay. Uh, they're usually a top eight, top kind of six, looking for a Europe spot. Um, they are dealing with uh, their best striker being out right now, Raul Jimenez. So um, until he gets back, uh, I would maybe lay off Wolves at home. But uh, I really Wolves to me have uh, have played better than I thought of late, even with their, what their results have shown. Um, I I can really see both teams getting on the board here. This is uh, Wolves are a team that like to play play it tight and. Um, they're they're usually known for their low scoring games, but okay. I can really see Everton's not that strong on the back end, and I can really see uh, Wolves at home getting on the board. And honestly, if if Everton's uh, if Calvert Lewin's going and and James Rodriguez is is playing uh, to the top of his abilities, I think uh, there's no reason Everton can't get on the board here. So if I'm if I'm looking at uh, something here, I w- I would definitely look at both teams to score. I think there's probably going to be a little bit of value there. Um, but yeah, this is a this is I think this is a good game for both. Uh, both need points here, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, look for uh, look for this one to be a doozy. Excellent. So a potential both teams to score. I like it. All right. So the next game we're going to discuss is the 16th place Burnley will be taking on second place Manchester United. Now Burnley had a bit of a tough start to the season, but you know what? They've made quite an effort in the past few uh, games in turning it around. In their last six games, they've recorded three wins, two draws, and one loss. Their most recent game in the Premier League was, in fact, a 1-0 victory over Sheffield United. Now, on the other hand, Manchester United has not tasted defeat in the Premier League in the past 10 games. What can we expect here, Stapes? Yeah, you know what? This is uh, this is, this is is pretty hilarious, this game. I, I'm going to break down Manchester United's uh, Premier League away games for you, Okay. They've won 3-2. They've won 4-1, 3-1, 3-2, 3-1, 3-2, and drew 2-2. Okay. Okay? So both teams to score, and over 2.5 has hit in every single away game Manchester United has played this year. Wow. Okay? And they're high scoring. Yeah. Very high scoring. Burnley is not a high scoring team. Yeah. However, like you said, their last four Premier League games, 1-0 win against Crystal Palace, 1-1 draw against Everton, 2-1 win against Wolves, 1-0 win against Sheffield United. I get these are not the strongest teams in the league, but still they're they're they are playing better than they were at the start of the year. 100%. They were horrendous at the start of the year. Yeah. <laughs> they were brutal. It looked like they were going down for sure. Um so I think this is a Manchester United win. I really do. Okay. Um Manchester United has the has a chance to take the top of the table here, take mm-hmm. over Liverpool, um, which I mean they're they're going to know that coming into this game. Um, there's not much value in a in a Manchester United win. Would mm-hmm. I throw it in a parlay piece? Probably, yeah. Um, but I think if you look at something like uh, a Manchester United win and over 1.5 goals in the game, okay, that that puts a little bit more value. Um, I I don't want to promise a Burnley goal. That's why I wouldn't say both teams to score in over 2.5. Okay. Maybe look for a two uh, 0 win to Manchester United, or a if you're yeah if you're hoping for a Burnley goal, you can throw at that. I'm sure that's crazy odds. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, with the Manchester United win and both teams will score or uh, both teams are scoring over 2.5. But that's, that's I think, more of a riskier play. I, I think you want to stick with the Manchester United and over 1.5. I would normally say in a game against Burnley, um, play the Manchester United win and under 4.5 okay. to get more value. But honestly, with Manchester United's form on the road, with all these three twos and four ones and um, three ones, I, I just, it, it would scare me a little bit. We, you know? we could potentially expect a high scoring effect. Yeah, and that's the thing though. Burnley's not a high scoring team, but Manchester United is. So mm-hmm. where are we going to meet here? Yeah, I, uh, I, I'm not sure, but I really think Manchester United coming to this game, knowing that they can take over uh, top spot in the league, uh, will be ready and will be uh, uh, eager for that win. Excellent. For the next game we'd like to discuss, against Brighton, Manchester City sits 5th in the table, while Brighton sits 17th. Manchester City is unbeaten in the last 12 games. Brighton, on the other hand, has not won a match in 8 games. In the last 6 games, they've drawn 4 and lost 2. Stapes, are we overcomplicating things? Is this just as straight up as a Manchester City win? Like, probably. Probably. Uh, should definitely be a, a man, uh, man city win, but uh, there's no value there. I think you're valued out like 1.18 or something on, in in the odds. So you, you, if you're gonna bet this game, you gotta look at uh, um, other other pieces. Um, but like, I wanted to touch on this game because I I was a big fan of Brighton early. Okay. I really was. I was really trying to find something in Brighton. Um, they looked good at the start of the year. It just they couldn't put together wins. Um, they give up goals and that's the thing they were scoring too, which was, which was exciting. I was excited for Brighton. They, mm-hmm. they looked half decent at the start of the year, but it's, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough spot because I want to say Brighton is half decent and then they'll, they'll throw two, two, zero, zero, you know, three, nothing losses to Leicester. Like it's one nil losses to Arsenal at home. It's just, mm-hmm. it's hard to back them when they keep proving um, proving me wrong here. So, uh, yeah, this is a city win. It's got to be cities in fifth. Like you said, um, they do have two games in hand on some teams. So mm-hmm. they're looking to make these, um, make these count with these wins here. So, uh, but again, Brighton is not, Brighton is no dud. I would, I would say Brighton is, is better than some of these teams in, uh, 11th, 12th, 13th, and they're, they're sitting in 17th. So, um, I city city has had a lot of people out with COVID problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they still are Man City. They yeah. still have a lethal attack, like absolute lethal. Um, but you, you got to be careful if Brighton get on the board early first. Um, yeah, you know, Man City will be trying to press and that could leave uh, the back end open. So I, it is a Man City win. Will I play it? Probably not because you got to look for look for different values and, you know, maybe a Man City win in over 2.5 or a, uh, Man City halftime, full time kind of thing, or okay. um, even if you're risky, Man City win to nil. But again, that's risking it with uh, a Brighton side who I think can can score. Um, maybe maybe you can even look at a Man City win and both teams to score, and hope for like a three one win to City or something like that. Okay. But uh, yeah, no, this if City want to uh, compete for the title here, this is this has to be a City win, and they have to do it with uh, a little bit of uh, extra force here on uh, Wednesday. Excellent. So I think the final game we want to touch on in the Premier League is Tottenham against Fulham. Now, a little bit of backstory on this game. Uh, Tottenham was initially scheduled to play Aston Villa, 
However, COVID has run rampant through their roster. They put in a request with the league to have their match against Tottenham postponed. The league accepted the request and they went to Fulham to ask to step in. Now, Fulham is currently on a run of five consecutive draws. Tottenham, on the other hand, is riding a a nice three-game winning streak. What can we expect here? Could could we potentially get a sixth draw for Fulham? If there is a draw, then it's shame on Tottenham. This should be a Tottenham win. Okay. It should, uh, realistically. Tottenham has had pretty good success at home this year. Um, They've had 2-0 win over City, 2-0 win over Arsenal. Uh, pretty commanding win over Leeds there, three nil. Um, so um, I think you got to look at a Tottenham play here. But uh, again, like you said, Fulham, Fulham started off brutal. It looked like they were going to be mm-hmm. one of the worst sides the Premier League has ever seen. Honest okay. to God, they were brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, they found their game a little bit uh, recently, uh, and now sit with eleven points in only mm-hmm. fifteen games. Mm-hmm. Um, West Brom and Sheffield United are right at the bottom of the table. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're looking to try and get out of relegation here. They're in that third, uh, or I guess that first spot, I guess, uh, of relegation. So yep. they're looking to get out of that. Um, and I mean, another draw would be huge success for Fulham. Mm-hmm. If they go into Wembley Stadium and uh, draw with Tottenham, I think that would be um, success for Fulham. Obviously, if that happens, then Tottenham will be disappointed. Yeah. Um, again, Tottenham's in fourth uh, with a game in hand. Um, a win here would uh, bring them to 32 points, uh, one back of Liverpool. And uh, depending on what uh, United do, uh, we can we can see after that. I think that that would tie them with Leicester as well. So, um, yeah, Tottenham, this is a must-win for Tottenham as well, like we just talked about with City. Um, these games against these lower-tier uh, clubs like Fulham and like Brighton, they need to win. Mm-hmm. If they want to yeah. compete for the title this year, um, if they want to – a spot in Champions League next year. These are these are games they need to win. Um, when you look at like teams playing, like say Tottenham against Man City, those are tougher games, right? Yeah. Tottenham has to beat Fulham. Man City has to beat Brighton. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Spurs in this game, I think uh, you got to look for a Spurs win. Um, and where are you going to find the value there? Uh, well, there's these guys named uh, Son and Harry Kane. Uh, they do a lot of the scoring for the Spurs. So um, if you're looking at maybe a Spurs win and an anytime goal score, mm-hmm. you can look at maybe one of those two players. Uh, they do a lot of the scoring, like I said. Um, they're, Tottenham is not a very – like this is a Fulham side who's only scored 13 goals, but they haven't given up that many, 23, compared to some teams who have given up 33, 39, mm-hmm. 29, 28. So this, this to me screams uh, – if Fulham do get on the board, maybe a 2-1 win for Tottenham. Okay. But I can see a 2-0, 1-0 even. Like, yeah. I don't see this being a high-scoring affair. Okay. Um. So, yeah, if you can look at maybe a Tottenham win and under 4.5, under 3.5 maybe uh, for a little bit more value. Like I said, on the goal scoring, check that. See where Harry Kane is. See where Son is. Um. But, yeah, this is a solid side in Tottenham, and I think uh, they should definitely get the win here. Well, it is a must-win, so... Uh, like I said, if uh, if anything else other than a win, then Tottenham should be disappointed. Excellent. Perfect. So we discussed what we wanted to discuss in the Premier League. We're going to pivot specifically to La Liga. We've got one game we'd like to cover in that. Atletico Madrid, the number one ranked team against Sevilla, the number five ranked team 
Now, Atletico Madrid was set to take on Athletic Club last Saturday, but the game was postponed due to poor weather. Sevilla won their game last Saturday against the Real Sociedad in a 3-2 win. Stapes, what what are we thinking head into this game? Yeah, no, this is, uh, I highlighted this one because this is an exciting game to me. Um, I don't really get excited about La Liga that uh, that often, but when you have teams like Atletico Madrid and Real Madrid, Barcelona, Sevilla, Real Sociedad, teams like that, and uh, they're playing each other, that's exciting. I just, it caught my eye uh, when I was going over this game. The last few games here, um, I want to say, well, let's let's see here. In all competitions, um, we're talking about, I think, eight games. They've all seen both teams to score. Okay. So that includes uh, La Liga, and that includes uh, the Copa del Rey okay. uh, Cup games. But uh, we've seen both teams score. And these are teams that are not very high scoring. Like I said uh, last week on the podcast, Atletico Madrid have given up six goals in 15 games. Yep. They don't concede very often. And where they don't concede is at home. Mm-hmm. And they're at home this uh, this week. So this is a, this is a good spot uh, uh, for Madrid having a break, too, on Saturday. Yeah. Um, with uh, that game being postponed with all – all that uh, that snow in Madrid. So, but this Sevilla side is no uh, no dud either. They're they're a good squad. Uh, um, they're in sixth spot or fifth spot, sorry, in the table. Um, like you said, with a big win on uh, on the uh, on the weekend last uh, weekend against uh, Real Sociedad. So, um, yeah, that was an exciting game too. Uh, I think we highlighted that one as well as, sure on did. the potential of both teams to score, and it ended up being three two. So, can I see both teams scoring again? Yeah, for sure. Um, I know Madrid's going to keep it tight again uh, and try and win like they, they usually do at home, 1-0, 2-0 kind of game. But, you know, if Sevilla strikes early or or Atletico strikes early and Sevilla attacks and gets on the board, then then you're looking at uh, a little bit more of an exciting game. So um, if you're looking for uh, value here, you can look at an Atletico Madrid straight up. Um, I think you're valued at 1.9 or even 2.0 odds there. Um, mm-hmm. So that's pretty good value on a win, especially coming off a break. If Madrid had played again on the weekend, I would have said, ah, maybe take double chance in a parlay or something like that. But um, because they had a, a couple extra days off and Sevilla has to travel to Madrid now after playing against uh, Real Sociedad, then th- this is a good spot for Madrid. But again, Sevilla, I, I still think they can score. Um, I like the Sevilla side. Uh, I always have. Um, they're Europa League winners um, last year, so uh, yeah, no, this is a this is a good game. Um, I I'm not sure if I'm going to play yet. It'll be probably a lineup checker again right. and a game time decision. But uh, yeah, Atletico Atletico Madrid is a is a solid team. 29 goals for, six goals against, um, top of the table right now. Uh, I, they're one point ahead of Real Madrid mm-hmm. with three games in hand, so they're looking pretty good right now. Um, where they are right now on the table, I think this is a focus for them this year to win La Liga. Okay, it's always been Barcelona or Real Madrid back and forth. Um, so if there was ever a chance for Atletico to M- Madrid to to win La Liga, I think that would be huge. So this is a good spot for them. Um, this will be a good game. I, I I can't wait to tune into this one. All right, so we've covered everything we'd like to discuss specifically related to soccer. Now, in case you didn't know. We're both Canadians hosting this podcast. And as Canadians, it, it would be sacrilegious to not speak about the NHL that will be starting this week. 
Stapes, uh, let just give me a breakdown, an overview of what to expect yeah, th- so, this year. Yeah, no, this is uh, it's exciting, but scary times at the same time here. Uh, you know, we're getting k- kicked off here with the NHL and uh, yeah, you see, you see what's happened uh, with the NBA and MLB and even the NFL with all these COVID outbreaks throughout oh, yeah. the year. Um, obviously this isn't the bubble anymore. Like the NHL had last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should expect things like that. Um, and I think that's what we wanted to touch on as in uh, why we won't break down hockey all the time. Um, we can expect things like this. Um, there's games every night. Uh, so we don't want to make conclusions on a Tuesday on what's going to happen on a Saturday. For example, Austin Matthews could be out of the lineup with a broken wrist yep. come Thursday night. You know, we don't know what to expect. So um, we're just uh, we're going to touch on the NHL season here. Um, with it beginning on Wednesday, uh, we'll break down a game, talk about uh, some of the new divisions, and uh, yeah, just uh, have a little bit of fun with uh, with the NHL and it, it getting going here. So um, yeah, so we're looking at uh, divisions here. We we have uh, that all Canadian conference or uh, division, I guess, the North, uh, with consisting of all seven uh, Canadian teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun and exciting, especially uh, us being Canadian. You know. Uh, knowing Montreal, Toronto, and Ottawa very well. Uh, and then you got the Western teams in Calgary, Vancouver, Edmonton, and Winnipeg. So um, that'll be exciting. Um, looking out that uh, in the East Division, you got the Rangers, the Bruins, uh, the Flyers, Pittsburgh, Washington, uh, the Islanders. So these are all strong teams. Uh, and then you throw in Buffalo and New Jersey. Uh, so that uh, that's going to be a very competitive division. I can, I can see it already. Um, you, you look at the central, um, you got teams like Tampa, Nashville, Columbus, um, Carolina, uh, teams like Chicago, Dallas, uh, Detroit, Florida. Um, so yeah, these new divisions, it's, it's all different, right? So these teams are, some of these teams are going to play, uh, uh, more teams that they haven't played a lot of before, uh, mixing with East and Western teams. So, mm-hmm. uh, that should be interesting to watch out for. Um, and then you got the classic Western division with teams like uh, Vegas, uh, the Kings, the Sharks, uh, Anaheim, Arizona. Um, then you got a couple old uh, Central teams in there like St. Louis, Minnesota, Colorado. So, um, yeah, these this season should be uh, interesting to say the least. Mm-hmm. Um, this fifty-six game schedule, um, or whatever it may be, but uh, um, yeah, it'll be it'll be. Day in, day out, we'll take a look at the scores and, uh, you know, we'll watch for, for COVID or for injuries or things like that. But uh, I think we I think we wanted to touch on one game here that we, we start on Wednesday. Um, Definitely. And, and you know what? This is uh, what, a, what a game to start with. We have Toronto taking on Montreal. Yeah. So this is a classic Leafs-Habs uh, opening night uh you know what? Leafs are going to be the favorite here, um, and this kind of scares me. <laughs> I'm not going to lie; I'm a pretty biased Leaf fan here. But uh, you know what? I'm. I, that's the one thing. If you're betting, you can't bet with your heart. You got to bet with your head. So, um, last year I was betting uh, betting against the Leafs in the playoffs when uh, they were playing Columbus because you know what? Columbus was just a better team. That's that's just it. So, um, you know what? And it, I hate to say this too, but. Montreal is going to have some pretty good value on uh, on Wednesday night, um, so you got to look at that. I'm expecting Montreal to be uh, around 2.35, 2.25 uh, in that area, maybe even up to 2.5. 
Um, so you got to look at their money line as a potential threat. Uh, Montreal made some pretty good moves in the offseason, uh, acquiring guys like Josh Anderson, Tyler Toffoli, Joel Edmondson. Um, you know, they got Jake Allen behind Price this year. So, um, yeah, no, they were, uh, with what they did last year against Pittsburgh to move on, I think they're, uh, there's potential in that Montreal side. And you know what? Montreal has always played Toronto pretty pretty well. So, um, if I'm looking at a bet there, I might look into Montreal uh, – Maybe an in-play in play bet, see how things start, uh, mm-hmm. see if Montreal looks good out, out of the gates. Uh, but, yeah, there's definitely going to be value in Montreal, so um, keep that in mind. Um, the Leafs now, I mean, they had to do some do some things with uh, with their salary cap and whatnot. They, uh, so they obviously lost Tyson Berry, uh, Cody Cece, uh, Andreas Janssen, Kasperi Kapanen. Uh, Kyle Clifford, guys like that. But they did add some uh, pretty good players too. And TJ Brody and uh, Wayne Simmons should be versatile, good, uh, you know, bottom nine player. Jimmy Vesey's got a chance. Uh, Zach Bogosian on the back end. Joe, Jumbo Joe Thornton. Jumbo Joe. Um, you know, he's on a line with uh, Matthews and Marner right now. So um, hopefully he can uh, have a good start to his, his uh, league career here. Um, but yeah, this will be a classic. Uh, Watch a couple games here early, you know, this first week of uh, NHL hockey and, uh, you know, see where the teams are at and see uh, see who looks good, who doesn't, uh, uh, what you're expecting. So, yeah, no, when you're sitting down on Wednesday night, uh, ready to crack a beer and watch uh, the the Leafs and Habs play, I think you got to you gotta take it in and uh, watch a few minutes of it and see see how everything's playing out. But uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie here. I, I, do, I do see value in the Montreal Canadiens, unfortunately. Hate to say it, but it is goddamn true. <laughs> I know that pains you to say. Yeah, you know what? Especially to a public audience. The Leafs are a high-scoring team. They always have been uh, of late with uh, with all these skilled kids, but uh, there is issues on the back end, and I don't know if they've solved those. Um, yeah, one thing you got to look at is Freddie Anderson um, between the pipes. He usually starts pretty slow um, to the years. A um, lot of softies. Uh, he's been known for that for the last couple of years uh, at the start of the season. So um, take a look at him, see if he looks ready, um, see how he uh, takes that first shot on that. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, the Leafs, uh, the Leafs, I think will score goals. It's just a matter of keeping them out of the back of the net. So um, let's hope for that from uh, a Leaf fan standpoint, but uh, at a, at, as a betting standpoint, I think uh, you're definitely going to see value in Montreal. But uh, like I said, maybe wait and, uh, see how the first couple games of the year go. All right. So that wraps up our second episode of the Heavy Hitters Betting Podcast. Shit, T-Man. This was a much shorter episode, you might be thinking. Yeah, so going forward, we're going to release two episodes per week. We realized after recording the first episode that it was a, a, a tad long. Yeah, fuck it. It was the pilot. The pilots it, it, are always fucking long. You know what? We were working out some kinks. We'll put it that way. That's right. Going forward, what's going to happen is that we're going to release an, a podcast episode early on in the week, usually covering some games that are happening uh, from Tuesday, probably all, all the way up to Thursday, depending on what we're covering. Yeah, exactly. We'll look at mid midweek games and we'll cover those and then... Uh, We'll break down the weekend games on uh, like a Thursday slate or something. Exactly. So, yeah, you can expect a second podcast coming out uh, specifically this Thursday and Thursdays going forward where we'll cover the weekend games. In fact, this upcoming Thursday, holy shit, dude, we got a big one for you. Yeah, we got a hell of a card here. Uh, You know what? uh, Take it away what we're covering in soccer. So, we have the Premier League again after a midweek bout. 
Um, they're back at it on the weekend. Jesus. Um, we got the Bundesliga again. Um, exciting times in the Bundesliga as well. Like I said, a lot of goals before. Um, and then we got my favorite league, uh, Serie A. So uh, just the amount of goals in Serie A and, and the excitement uh, in Italy is uh, is is so much fun. And I, I can't wait to break down these three leagues. And uh, I think uh, I think we got something uh, cooking for uh, for you this weekend as well. And and you know what, my. Uh... I've been I've been uh, going through withdrawals as of late. There has not been a UFC event in the past three weeks, but finally we get one. Calvin Qatar against Max Holloway's, and let me tell you, I am extremely excited to break down that card. Um, we're going to cover that all in the next episode. And you know what? We we will talk about what occurred in the in the NFL, and we'll talk about a few games that we're looking forward to. Uh, to be completely honest, I I don't believe either of us are going to be betting. Yeah, you know what? We'll take a look at uh, the NFL slightly. Yeah. Um, we'll also take a look at the NHL slightly to see how um, the first night went. Um, for all you listeners out there um, who think T-Man's just a this, just a host, tune in on Thursday for a UFC breakdown. You'll have a little bit of a different perspective out of him. So, um, yeah, it's it's pretty amazing what he uh, what he has to say about uh, UFC. You know that uh, uh, if you want some good plays in uh, mixed martial mixed martial arts. Uh, Tune in. You won't be disappointed. And, and you know what? The, the pressure is on my shoulders right now. We had, like I said, an extremely strong week to start. If you want to follow our picks, follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. I'll plug the Twitter first. It is HeavyHitters94. Our Instagram is Heavy Hitters Betting Podcast. We'll throw up last-minute plays, our thoughts on games, along with snippets of breakdowns of games. Yeah, and even on Twitter, like that's where... That's where we'll throw in some uh, live plays if you know if I'm watching different games uh, that I never mentioned before or, or uh, we gave different breakdowns of. Um, yeah, be be ready on Twitter. Uh, I'll throw out some live plays, some live bets. Um, I know we were talking about one last week uh, on Saturday. Uh, we were looking at a, a team to uh, win late in the game, and uh, they ended up doing doing it. So. Um, we talked about maybe throwing in some live plays on Twitter, and uh, I think that's a good idea. I think we'll uh, we'll start doing that. So, yeah, pay attention to Twitter, Heavy Hitters 9-4. Um, we'll definitely be throwing in live plays for sure. 100%. All right. So that's it for the second episode. Remember to tune in this Thursday for the third episode where we cover the weekend games. Stapes, as per usual, it was a pleasure. T-Man, awesome. We'll do it again on Thursday. Boom.